This is the place to go for anime. This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackened Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackened. This is Haley Cummings, and when I want to listen to something funny and down-to-earth, I tune into the hardest-working podcast out there. My favorite and Oklahoma's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. There, Big Daddy. I'm right there. There he is. Three, two, one. We are here and we are back with episode 216 of The Elijah Bailey Show. How are you doing today, sir? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. The weather is uh, it's about to get cold outside. Are you prepared? Yes, it is. Prepare no, for some freeze. Not. Make sure you got your drip drip going on. Dude, I, I just don't want another flood. That's all I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I got. Uh, I was talking to D about it today. I was like, "Yeah, we got a water issue. I need. A, I need to build a French drain." Um, yeah. On the side of my west side of my house. So. Yeah. 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 Are you gonna do it yourself, or are you gonna don't hire you somebody? ever insult me like that again? No, sir. I just like what I'm gonna when do. Have you ever heard want... me call someone? <laughs> Else to build any goddamn thing. Oh, I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm building the uh, Tony Stark of French drains over here, so I'm calling in some reinforcement. <laughs> yeah, you got to do the same thing. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. And what I really want is a dual runoff to the front and the back. Yeah, right up that water because it pulls pretty hard. Um, I have a uh, sledgehammer that I need to go out there and bust up that uh, bottom piece of concrete that went up to the ramp that we had when we first moved here mm-hmm. and uh, see if that helps out. with the flow through. So, yeah, yep, I'll but, be I'll be there with you. I, I luckily I don't have to I don't have to bash up any concrete till I get to the curb. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is just pretty much just yeah. I wonder how that's going to work now because you have to get um, authorization from the city because I'm going to go and rent a uh, cement cutter from Home Depot and cut out where that French drain is. Or, I mean, either I will or they will. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have to get authorization from the city to do that, to have it as a runoff. But ours is a high flood traffic street. Like, as soon as it starts raining, you know it's going, uh, it's heading downhill north towards where the first stop sign is where uh kind of like right behind where leo's is yeah yeah, like, yeah, there, yeah. there's so much water for us so I, I doubt the, street, the city will even care then mm, probably they're probably be like you know what don't even write us just do what you just want do what you gotta well, do after the rona leaves that's they're not even calling it COVID 19 they're in the offices like yeah they got rona over there got the rona, got uh, the rona. but but Thank you guys for joining us for the 216th episode. If you're new to the show, each and every week of uh, each new month, we have different topics. So the first week of every month is comics. Second week of every month is anime. Third week is video games week. And 
do not doubt it. This is the week that we're talking video games. But the fourth week of the month, we do our Bailey Bugle where we talk about all the latest in pop culture and anime, manga, and everything around the net. But since we are on the video game week, uh, there's just been so many things that have happened. Good, bad, indifferent. Yeah. Um, God, let's 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 start off with some good news and, and give the people the uh, April video game releases, Buck. Yes, sir. April video game releases of 2020. We got my friend Pedro, which is finally making his debut on the PS4, coming out May, uh, April 2nd. April 3rd, we got Resident Evil 3 for the Windows mm. PC. Uh, or sorry, Windows, PS4, and Xbox. We got Below coming out for the PS4 on the 7th. Uh, we have Disaster Report also making us hit on Windows, Nintendo Switch, and PS4. And that's that Disaster Report 4. Man, the Holy Grail came out uh, this past Friday. Final Fantasy VII Remake for the PS4. Uh, on the yes. 14th, we have Space Engineers coming out for Xbox on the 15th, Ooh, okay. on the 15th of April. We got Vampire the Masquerade uh, coming mm. out for the Xbox. On the 23rd, we have Azura Striker Gun Vault. For the PS4 and Bakuham Project for the Nintendo Switch and PS4. Bakuham. Um, yeah. On the 24th, we have Naruto Shippuden, the Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, Row 2, Boruto. Finally, he's making his hit on the Nintendo Switch. We have Predator Hunting Grounds following up on the PC and PS4. And Trials of Mana coming out for the PS4 and Nintendo Switch. And Windows, all on the 24th. On the 28th, we got Gears Tactics for the PC, hmm. Sakura Wars for the PS4, Showrunner for the Windows, PC, PS4, and Xbox. And then to wrap everything up on the 30th, we have Man. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered for <laughs> the PC and Xbox. Man, did you the the remaster looks very very good. Oh man, Activision they they, they got the funds. They got the it, funds. It ain't nothing for them. It ain't nothing. No. It ain't nothing for them. <laughs> it, it never is. But my question was like the Russian, uh, when you go through the airport and, and just mm-hmm. kill all the innocent people, did, did they leave that in or did they take that out? I believe it's, I don't know. That's a good Cause question. Because I, I would want them to leave it in because one, this is a video game that's already been made. Two, it fits the narrative. There's no reason why we're going to send our troops in over to Russia to kill them or to hunt these terrorists if there's no act of violence. Well, I think it. I think they. I don't. I think it's more of like still the airplane killing innocent people. Um, uh, I did. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's really about like Russia more to say or anything like that. I think it's more like. Oh well, yeah, they're bad guys. We're going to kill people. innocent people. We know that. But, but do we have to play them? <sighs> That's, that's the I, kicker. That's the kicker, my friend. I know. It is the that kicker. Is the but kicker there was your friend. April video game releases. <laughs> uh, jump on those. Resident friend. Evil 3. Mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, Sorry. my God. That looks beautiful. And then I've been uh, casually watching, like not even hardcore watching, my wife take over the PS4 and dominate on uh, Final Fantasy Seven. But how she like it? Uh, she loves it. Damn right she yeah. does. She loves it. And oh, one thing that I, I called GameStop, uh, you're supposed to get three uh, downloadable codes, uh, downloadable codes for your deluxe edition. Um, we got the Cactar. We got the, uh, the what's the other one we got? The Chick. Yeah, the Chocobo Chick. Now, the, the third one that we're supposed to get. 
that code isn't working. And I called GameStop. They reprinted a new code and it wasn't working, but they did say that there was to be. Um, God, I pulled it up yesterday. Well, they said something. It's a, he told me the second code he gave me was like a Shinra something, which I hadn't seen anywhere. The deal that I saw was um, the little uh, cat, the, uh, was it Cannibari? Cannibal? You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Hang on. Uh, it was in the DLC pack, but whatever whatever it was, I'm trying to pull it up now. Uh, it didn't come in, and the codes they gave me were new, and they were good, but for some reason it wasn't working. So I don't know if it is an issue with Sony, which I've sent an email to, say, hey, trying to put in uh, my code for Final Fantasy. Is there an issue with this code because the other two went through? But every time I get a new code and I just explain it to them, GameStop said it was a known issue that I think that code wasn't working for a lot of customers. Um, but I don't I don't know, you know, what the issue is. Hmm. Interesting. But, I wonder what that code is for. Um, I know I got a couple of codes. I got the, the theme, the chickaboo. Something else, but my big codes come in whenever. Well, I got the email for them, but um, oh, um, uh, Carbuncle. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Carbuncle is the is the one that is not working. Yeah, the Chocobo Chick and the the Cactar Summons. Those are fine. Hmm. I think the DLC codes that I got that I have yet to um, prepare yourself. Even put in what I put in most of them. I think I put in most of the ones you just said. Um, well, how do you how do you feel about that steel case? That hasn't came in yet. Oh. My steel case does not come here until April sixteenth. So right now oh. I am playing my digital, but luckily with the steel case and pre ordering, <laughs> you still get a lot of uh, you get all the DLC that you get in your digital hard hard case one. Mm-hmm. So since I'm not playing yet, I'm watching my wife. Uh, let's go into what's in your console and you take over and then give us a rundown. Well, in my console right now, what I've been playing is Monster Hunter World Iceborne. I mm-hmm. um, was playing mm-hmm. on that. Jumped on a little bit of Yakuza 2. Um, just, okay. I was really wanting to beat that game before Final Fantasy came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. And then oh, the main yeah. thing that was taking up a lot of my time the past three days is a arcade cabinet that I have completely finished um, building for my parents. And nice. I've been mean, playing a lot of those retro games on there, like, oh, OutRun, uh, Super Mario Brothers. Big um, I didn't. I never liked that game. Um, so it's not okay. on there, actually. <laughs> uh, Gauntlet. Um, Tetris? Tetris, a bunch of different versions of Tetris Ooh. is on there. Miss Pac-Man. Um, Mario 64. Uh, nice. Gotland Centipede's on there. Ooh. Um, off super off roadings on there. Hang ons on there. Um, oh yeah, yeah. There's probably it's probably sitting at probably about about seventy eighty different games. Um, it's nice. all games that I I chose to put on there. Um, I mm-hmm. do have a separate USB that I'm still trying to configure some things on the on the computer. Ran into a couple of issues, of course, just because it's this thing is it's, yeah. building one of these is probably. Technical wise, probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, gotcha. There's so much into it, like the controllers, the controllers for each console, then the controllers for the menu buttons, and mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's it's been a headache, but a fun headache. So I was, that's been taking up a lot of my time. Um, and then uh, of course, when Friday hit, or actually Thursday night hit, I was actually talking to our boy AJ. 
And uh, we were having a really good conversation. I was like, hey, dude, you got like about 10 more minutes. He's like, what you mean? Uh, about 10 more minutes, I'm able to play Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> so at 10 more minutes, if you're in the middle of a sentence, I'm going to hang up. Uh, if you're not, which I advise you not to be, I think we should wrap up our call. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think when I talk to that way to my friends, you know, you guys understand. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not, he ain't going to get butthurt about that. He's going to be like, oh, well. Mm, important issues are Important afoot. issues are, are here now. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I have been playing that. I've been trying to get at least two, three hours in a night, which is a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. Uh, I was playing this morning before I came up to the studio, and it was nice. Caius walked into the office and just kind of, I thought he was going to start playing around, but, you know, he just crawled up into my arms and laid there on my chest and watched me uh, um, watch me game. What uh, chapter is Jessica baby. on? Uh, what chapter are you on, baby? Do you know? Not really. Oh, she on now. It's in the middle of a cutscene too, so. Oh, that's cool, yeah. Because, I mean, the way they throw the chapters at you, it's kind of, like, super subtle. Yeah. You just kind of look up, and you got a trophy. And you're like, what's this trophy for? We just oh, yeah. This chapter. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you. I, I think she has played for at least four hours straight, so I don't know where that is in nice. gameplay. Nice. But, um, or probably even more than that. But overall, yeah, um, I'm, I'm loving the game. Um to hit on the negative first, uh, mm-hmm. I think there's camera issues uh, uh, when yo, it comes yo. to locking on, especially when you get to around like the flying um, monsters and the flying robots mm-hmm. and whatnot. No, I've seen um, you've had some difficulty with the camera locking on with your flying enemies adversaries. It's like they lock on, yeah. but the camera does not lock Doesn't on move. with it. Yeah. yeah, and that that's a little weird issue. Um, I'm able to okay. kind of just work way past it. Uh, mm-hmm. The difficulty, I wish they had a harder difficulty at start mm-hmm. instead of having to run through the game to get the harder difficulty. Yeah. Um, just because it is pretty easy. I think I've only legitly died one time, and I can't remember what, but something, something happened to make me die. It wasn't like I was You're getting beat. It wasn't like, up. yeah, it wasn't challenging. Something happened, and I think. I don't know if Caius did something. Something happened to where I looked up and I rushed oh, back to my controller yeah. and I was trying to hit me with a potion. Didn't make it and I ended up dying. But I think the, the graphics is beautiful. Um, the, the detail they put into the world and the environment and how there's mm-hmm. no loading whatsoever unless you're doing um, you know, something big is going by. Oh, which is nice. See, the first time I saw the loading screen, I was like, whoa, I've never seen this yet. Mm-hmm. And I think it was when I was either saving or loading a game. Um, if I want to nitpick, I think the N- NPCs on some of the areas, they do look like they may have been made in like 2015. <laughs> um, it's not bad, though. It's not bad. It's just something that I'm, I'm trying to be very harsh on the game. So yeah. everybody out there is listening. Uh, take my, you know, bitching lightly because it's it's me just really trying to you know break this game down trying to find something yeah um i do love how they're retelling the story slightly different um Mm -hmm. i think they get a lot of stuff you didn't get before well you got it before but you got it in different areas and i Mm. think what they did with this is they took crisis core they took avid children and they 
use all that information in their rebuilding the story. Because mm-hmm. me and Josh was talking about the other day, you know, Final Fantasy VII, love the game. The story was super complex. Uh, a lot of stuff you didn't know Sephiroth wasn't around until the end of the game. You didn't know what, why is everybody re- reuniting? You didn't understand that Cloud suffered from PTSD and all this other crazy stuff unless you played the different versions of the game and watched Avid Children. It was just a yeah. lot of stuff that they were trying to do back in 96 that it was just difficult for them. And I think mm-hmm. now they're able to tell their story in a way where you clearly see Cloud has an issue, like a mental issue. Um, yeah. You don't know what it is, but you just clearly see he's having these bad flashbacks. Mm-hmm. When you've seen Sephiroth appear, you could tell it's just like in Cloud's head. Um, you could tell it's an illusion. You could tell he's really not there. I mean, yeah, that green tint on the screen that comes over. Yeah, yeah, that, and they got that from Avid Children. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that was uh, associated with that Final Fantasy movie. So the way, like I said, the way they're telling the story, it makes more sense. So whenever Cloud's real issues start coming about, you're not confused. You're not like, wow, why, why is my boy Cloud sitting in a wheelchair now? I think yeah. now you understand. Okay. Mm, yeah, who play you was going through something, and then the voiceovers are. I don't know if you guys are playing in, in, in uh, Japanese, English, or French, but uh, in English, the voice acting is, is spot on. Uh, doesn't mm-hmm. feel yeah. weird. Everybody's talking almost on every single cutscene or every single little movement. Um, there's really few rare times that you're just having to literally read. Um, and I think the voice actors are spot on. Cloud sounds as awkward as he should sound. And then he also sounds as relaxed in certain environments as you would think he would sound, which is great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really digging the game. I think the, yeah. the soundtrack so far where I'm at sounds great. Um, the back history on certain characters. I remember some of this stuff. And, uh, you know, Josh calls me the encyclopedia of it. And I remember a lot of it, but there's more background that they're giving you now that I didn't remember if it was in Final Fantasy VII, um, the original one or not. But um, to flesh it out even more, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm not, I can't give it a, a full review yet, just because I have to beat the game, mm-hmm. just because I'm curious to see how much content they said. You know, this and so far, I agree with them. A lot of the side missions that I'm doing. They don't really feel as bad to me. And you know me, I, yeah. don't, I really don't care for size shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, yeah, <laughs> they don't feel... That's like, an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't feel as bad. They feel good. They feel like it's a part of the main story. And I think I've you know, been doing every little thing you can do uh, each Ooh, nice. each area right now. So, yeah. Um. So, how, how does it feel for you uh, watching it? And, you know, you know, you say you're casually watching it, but, yeah. you know, still... <laughs> No, it, it it some of the same things that you said. It feels like it's going to move very s- smoothly through transitions, and there's no loading screens. You do get those trophies just pop up, so it's like, oh, you know, it's not. It doesn't make you feel like at the end of the day you have to go, okay, where am I at on my trophies? Let's see, I'm at forty percent. Well, what do I have to do? It just moves along with you, and so you really get wrapped up more in the cinematic than you do anything else. But it does have its flaws. Cameras is one. Um, 
the thing that you hit on just a minute ago about not having to read that much when you walk around and you just have people casually talking and giving you pieces and bits of story yeah. and information you're getting here that world versus having to sit and turn and click and have a conversation with that person i mean it makes it even more of an immersion because like oh yeah i'm walking around town i'm walking through this car uh, the train cars i'm walking through here and people are talking and i'm also carrying on a conversation or listening or i'm just you know observing and, and, the surroundings and looking so it's I'm, I'm excited about playing and i think you're right on that i'm glad you brought that up because in other games you know i'm saying half these npcs ain't gonna say you're talking about shit any goddamn way and mm-hmm. for us to take the time to push Triangle to talk to them, just to hear us, hear them have a one-sided conversation, pretty much. Uh, that used to always annoy the dog mess out of me about RPGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did it because you had to, really, because you never yeah. knew who knew what. Exactly. But I, I just couldn't stand it. Uh, so now that you're able to just walk into their casual conversation, and they repeat these conversations, not like every time you go by them, they got something new. Now, if you're progressing the story, of course, their conversation is going to follow the story. But... You know, you don't have to worry about pushing triangle and then doing all that that scene movement and I, what I feel like is wasting time. Um, yeah. But uh, there was something yeah. else I wanted to hit on, but I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, um, could could continue. Uh, and then the other thing, I'm getting wrapped up in Animal Crossing New Horizons, like it's the Sims mm. uh, and Civilization, dude. Like I got a ninety-eight thousand dollar loan payment i gotta make on this mm, house i remember them loan I, payments dude yeah but i mean it's nice though because there's it puts you in a nice relaxed environment i was talking to somebody and they were talking about uh no man's sky is this vast uh endless universe of galaxies and worlds that you can go to and this is the opposite it's this one small planet but you're on this island a specific island that you pick you know, the structure and layout of, Mm -hmm. but everything's very tight and it's very cozy and the objectives and learning the world, learning the lay of the land, trying to collect different bugs and fishes and you expand and build your house. They have things where you can collect money and I already have a Nintendo switch in my house sitting up on my dresser, but they have the uh, animal crossings, Nintendo switch that just came out like in real life in the game as well. It costs $35,900, but you know, they have things like that that you might want to put into your house and personalize. It's just a nice little uh, couch co-op game because me and Jessica can both play at the same time and affect, you know, work on both of our houses, affect both of our characters and their growth and switch seamlessly at any point in time to the other person. So, Well, I want to hit on this, um, something I want to try out, uh, especially if we're talking like this. But anyway, so, so you mentioned that you're having fun playing Animal Crossing with people in China. May not be able to have more any more fun in Animal Crossing New Horizon because it's been banned. <laughs> and people ask, "Why is the Chinese banning uh, you know Animal Crossing?" Well, it's because of actually what the Chinese people are doing. Uh, the Chinese players are using the game to protest some controversial uh, policies of the Chinese government. And you know they don't play over there. They do not play no, that no, mess. You... Uh, they Ooh, will shut it down. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, for all of our Chinese player or gamers out there, oh, man, I feel sorry for y'all. Um, yeah. But uh, you know how they be doing over there. Don't act like this is brand new. They yeah. they shut y'all it know. down. Yeah, there's no riots in the street. There's no protests. There's just peaceful bowels in compliance. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, yeah, I just wanted to hit on that <laughs> news article that I, I, I <laughs> yeah. 
Because didn't they outsell <laughs> outsell yeah. everybody else? I'm pretty sure they did. Because you know, especially when I think when the game was coming out, I think that's when the quarantine stuff over there was mm-hmm. possibly starting. I'm not 100 yeah. sure on that one, but uh, I think it no. Yeah, I think it was. I think it roughly was. Uh, it was around the time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they 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 swooped up them games and now, that's uh. I heard that um, one of the publishers isn't worried about a release that they're doing like what seems to to be through the extension of uh, the quarantine because of how well Animal Crossing sells did like during the beginning period of this and then continue to sell now as well as sell out of Nintendo Switches and the special edition Switches. So Mm. everybody's like, if people want the games, they'll buy them. We're going to go ahead and, you know, go ahead and put this out. But I'm pretty sure the Final Fantasy VII sales are going to be crazy as well. So, yeah. Um, what else you been gaming yeah. on? Well, I beat uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot mm-hmm. in the, since the uh, last time I was on the on the show with you guys talking video games, and so I went back and I'm trying to complete all the DLC uh, before the next DLC comes out, and then I'm also I was also trying to beat some more of it before One Piece came out. So I am I think eighty something percent done with the game, mm-hmm. if not ninety, um, without the new DLC pack. And then in One Piece, I'm 86% done with the game. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I've been streaming on Twitch. So if you guys join in, we've been having some pretty pretty big uh, group chats about the game, about characters. Um, uh, there's a mode called Treasure Logs. And what they did to change it from Pirate Warriors 3 is when you're in-game, you no longer have a set number of characters to be your support. Anybody on the playing field can be your support. You don't have to worry about them uh, com- you know, doing like team specials and things like that. You don't have to worry about getting three stat bars full before you can do a combo. Uh, they've minimized it and they've made R1 kind of like your base trigger like they do in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. So you hold down R1 and you can press any direction pad, mm, you know, okay. square or circle X, and it does a different move. Circle is always like your character boost or their special boost. So Luffy's would be like Conqueror's Hockey. Zoro would be like Samurai Chi or Samurai Aura. And then you have two regular moves and then you have your special. Um, And you just continue to play the game. You unlock new characters. Once they make it to a different arc, their moveset automatically changes. So it makes it easier so you don't have to collect each move. Mm -hmm. And then they've made money and coin collecting uh, a great part of uh, building up your character stats. So it's no longer you just have to go in, uh, hit spe- uh, specific parameters, and you get coins, and then you go to a character and say they need Luffy coins. You give them as many Luffy coins as you have. Um, what they do now is they give you those coins, but you also have, let's see, six snail coins with a 1000 bucks. That's going to get you from level one to level two out of eight or mm-hmm. level three out of three. And they do it in a way that makes it very kind of like vast, like the grand line in one piece, because everything's connected in a tree, but the tree looks like uh, the islands of the show. So they really try to immerse you in the world a little bit more and give you a different perspective because it doesn't feel like a pirate warriors at all, but it is. And then you have these big time boss battles and characters that put it over the top and a lot of cut scenes as well. This is a cinematic game as well. Mm, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, most of those type of games are very cinematic um, to kind of help the story to like, really feel like the anime. 
Mm-hmm. And they did it. They did something. They did like a Dragon Ball Z Kai type deal since they knew the first three pirate warriors covered the beginning of Luffy's adventures. When you come into this one, uh, they don't they give you three different intro movies so you can watch these uh, prologues anytime you want. But then when you start it, it plays up to a certain point of the show in a, a cinematic movie. And then you start afterwards. So you start uh, closer to where the first, you know, half of one piece ended and you go from there so you're not having to play through every single mission luffy ever did and every single side mission and go through each one of the arcs because then it will feel like a thousand and one hundred and forty episodes so they minimize it and give you the stuff that is new and what you need to know and then at the very end of it going into wano it gives you an original story just for this game so it's different from where the anime is but to keep fans happy and give us these new characters like kaido and kid they went ahead and made an original story arc that you beat in the game. And that's, that's where I am right now. I'm in that last arc. Nice. Nice. Well, what else and that's, you got up in there? That's been about it. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, uh, with that being said, you want to go ahead and dive into our first break? Yeah. Let's take a pause for the cause and we'll be right back with episode 216 of the Elijah Bailey show. Hey, this is your boy Frog. I'm here with Chris, Justin, and Philip, and we host Turn On The Game, the podcast. The show consists of four men commentating on the sports world. His Strictly Opinion show is as if you were sitting on the couch watching a game with your boys. And you can follow us on Twitter at TurnOnThe underscore game. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at TurnOnTheGame. And you can even follow us on Instagram at TurnOnTheGame. Or you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher by searching Turn On The Game. You can email us at TurnOnTheGame, the number four, at gmail.com. Turn On The Game is sponsored by Blacken Studios, Oklahoma City's premier podcasting studio. Turn On. All right, so we are back, and it's time to go into what's new in gaming. It's in it's in the it's in the playlist. I'll see it, and plus, I'll, I'll be honest, like I I didn't think that break was going to go that smooth because uh, oh. iTunes is um, this. I think I see okay. it. Hold on. What's new in gaming? That's right. We are in what's new in gaming. And so uh, let's hit this first big piece of news because we kind of touched on the first topic I had. But uh, the biggest new changes in Persona 5 Royale. So you've played Persona 5, correct? Mm -hmm. Can you hear me? Yeah, there we go. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Mm hmm. Okay, good. So, did you uh, go ahead and get a copy of Persona 5 Royale? No, it's not. All right, yeah, it's not going to be a game that I'm about to just like. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's, no, don't get it twisted. It's great. No, it's too, no, it's it's too late. It's great, now. but it came at the wrong time in my life. Mm, there was choices that had to be made. Mm-hmm. It's not even choices. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, this comes from uh, GameSpot, the new version of Altus. Uh, celebrated RPG Persona 5 Royale is now on PS4 and it's not quite the same game you remember however as Royal includes a number of significant differences compared to the original release this includes updated story and combat mechanics and a lot more in a new video 
Jess covers over a dozen of the biggest new uh, changes in Persona 5 Royale. Most obvious are the new character and the additional semester that comes at the conclusion of the original game. The new characters are uh, Kasumi and Mari and their new location. uh, And there's a new location, too, which is uh, Kichi Joji. I think that's how that said. This region includes a lot of new stories, including shops where you can sell Sudi clothing for moon, uh, for money and points and a dart and billboards uh, parlor and the penguin sniper. And then uh, in this, if you go to patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show and you click the hyperlink, uh, there's a link to the video that goes over everything that's new. If you have not already picked up uh, Persona 5 Royale. Mm. Uh, yeah. And then I, I text you about this next one. Uh, is it an Xbox One controller or a Switch Pro controller? You did? Uh-huh. The oh. PS5? Hmm. Because you said you had talked to... Uh, you and Tony you just talked about it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, me and you were talking about this on the um, on Instagram. Yeah. So go ahead and... Uh, Break it down. Yeah. So PS... Uh, PlayStation did a surprise unveiling of its PS5 DualShock Pro controller Xbox One Switch thingy that they have <laughs> came out with. No, nah, I'm just joking. It's PS5 DualSense controller. Uh, it's uh, if you haven't seen pictures, just go to our, like Elijah just say Elijah or patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey or Elijah, what is it Elijah Bailey show? And yeah. to be able to view the pictures if you have not seen them online already. Um, I don't think it's uh, be can, can be confused with Xbox controller or Xbox One controller, even with that. I think Josh was talking about it, it looks like an Xbox One controller. I was like, you lost your damn rabbit mind. <laughs> It looks it looks like the old Xbox. I don't think it, it's controller. not that big. The old Xbox controller. If I could put a no, picture just like up, being boxy. The old know, Xbox from, controller wasn't boxy. That's the thing. The old Xbox controller looked like a GameCube or not GameCube, but a uh, Dreamcast controller. It that's was true. like a huge circle in the uh-huh. middle, like a little oval deal. Yeah, with that huge oval thing yeah. in the middle. This it looks like it's a little bit bigger, um, and. Since they have more stuff in the middle, like a built-in mic, uh, which mm-hmm. can allow people to, if you didn't get your headphones, you can still quickly jump in and chat, which I'm always be needing that a lot of times. So sometimes with me having, especially Caius running around, headphones <laughs> just don't work like they used to. <laughs> so to be able to have the mic just feature built-in would be amazing for me. Uh, and they also changed where the share button is and also for a new content create button. Uh, mm-hmm. They got a lot more sensors inside the actual controller as well to help with the trigger buttons and even the analog buttons. So I think they had so much more gear into yeah. this. It did have to bulk it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a 100% rechargeable battery, which is not a surprise because that's what Sony has always had. They've never yeah. went the route of having a battery. A battery. So that's to no really big surprise. Um, but because of that, I think the controller did get bulky. And I think they tried to make it look as smooth as possible uh, yeah. with more rounded curves, more flat surfaces, just because it has so much extra stuff inside of it. So because they went the extra route to make it a little bit more smoother, I think that's what mm-hmm. slightly gives it the less curvature um, detail they that we're used have. to see. Yeah. What do you think about it so far? 
No, I just want to see. I just want to feel it because I was thinking more. Uh, I, I know the mic, and I was thinking on the streams. So I was like, "Well, it's going to pick up a lot of background audio and this and that." But I was like, "For quick, you know, uh, a quick mic. If you can't get your headset or whatever, this is perfect." Yeah. Uh, but I want to see how the haptic uh, works with each game. Like, does it feel that uniquely different with that build? Because this, I mean, it looks really overly and sleek on the sides like you know when you get the first new controller it kind of slips in your hands every now and then mm-hmm. before it's, it's got worn in um but <laughs> i mean if that it dirt looks like it's there. gonna be interesting <laughs> that's <laughs> so. all that is before it gets that dirt on there because the moment <laughs> yeah, you take that dirt off that boy slick and smooth again um but uh, yeah I'm, I'm excited for it um i think that was cool of sony dropping that in you know yeah, to give you like a bird's eye view of like this is what it looks like, and we're going to give you all the information you need to know. Yeah, because you don't right, have to cause right wait now, for they, somebody else. Yeah, and they have to make these top line announcements because what everything is going on right now, you know, and even they, I don't think they fully, fully, fully know, but they have to keep the interest going. Like, what's going to happen with gaming? Dealing with what we're dealing with now. Mm-hmm. You know, is it going to be shortages? Uh, I don't think neither one of the companies are going to, you know, completely, you know, push the the releases of their consoles back. But I wonder if there's going to be shortages or a shortage in the actual supply to certain mm-hmm. regions. Um, and then even with games, uh, you know, we get delays when the, everything is fine in the world. <laughs> so now that we have an actual epidemic going on, are we going to see more uh, delays? When it comes yeah. to final, you know, the game being fully done, or are they going to be rushed because they didn't want to make it sound like there is a situation going on, and now we got mm-hmm. broken games because they haven't yeah. been able to do the testing that they will normally do in-house studio. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, I think there's a there's a lot um, dealing with that, but um, keep going. Well, to uh, get off the gloom and doom, let's give you eight interesting Xbox Games Pass games you probably haven't checked out yet, which you can play in your time of quarantine. First on the list, we have Sea Salt, which is also on PC with Xbox One, uh, Rise and Shine, uh, Wonder Song, Wizards of Legend. Now, Wizards of Legend was the game that I told you that me and Jessica was playing. This is on PC as well, where you get to pick Wizards. They have different robes, red, blue, green, and there's some other color. But you go around defeating enemies, and you get new spells, and you get to change them out. So I think my wizard has a fire spell, an ice spell, and a flash step, and I think like lightning right now. Hmm. And I think it's using like a dagger. But it's it's a great co-op game. It's one that... that that was one of the first Game Pass games we downloaded and played. Uh, next would be World of Horror. Um, Death Gambit. Now, have you played Death Gambit? Mm-mm. Okay. When I played, and it was very brief and short, because I thought it was like Diablo, which it's more um, kind of Dark Souls-ish than mm. Diablo, and it has that, that berserk tone in the background. But it's it's you know just a nice little... 2D pixel art take on a. Uh, a I think little... the only game that you mentioned that I played was Sea Salt. Sea Salt? How'd you like that? I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one, you didn't like it, is Goner, uh, which I haven't played that one, but the art on it is really nice. It's kind of like. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, beautiful. I want to say kind of like pastel type printed colors. Mm-hmm, like the water. Then you, you said what? Like the watercolors. Yeah. 
the turning test is uh, the very last one, which is kind of like uh, Bioshock and uh, kind of Dead Space. Uh, turn test is one of uh, many games of the last 12 uh, years that owes a very obvious debt to Portal. And while it's not the immediate classic Valve game was, it does do enough to stand out on its own right. Uh, it's a five-odd-hour experience where you explore a facility orbiting uh, Europia, solving puzzles at the behest of Tom, the facility's AI. So, mm-hmm. like I said, a little bit of Bioshock and then Portal-esque. But those are eight interesting games on Xbox Game Pass that you probably haven't checked out, and you should. Mm. And let's see. Last, uh, PS5 pre-orders aren't uh, live yet, but you can still sign up for uh, notifications now. So if again, if you go to patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show, you can click on the link, and it'll take you straight to where you can sign up to pre-order uh, your PS5, Best Buy, Target, and GameStop have signups for it. I don't know if uh, I don't know. I think everybody's Josh. Really... He's gonna take his stimulus check and pre-order it. He said, "What? He's gonna take his stimulus check and pre-order it." What happened to a Stadia? Uh, well, he was actually uh, he he was talking about that the other day. He was well Stadia right now, which I'm glad you segue that into mm. uh, <laughs> this juicy, juicy news for a limited time. If I could pull that article back up. Stadia Pro is free right now. Mm. Um, Where's it at? Give me just a moment. There it is. Stadia Pro is free for the next two months. Along with launching its free tier for Stadia, Google has announced that the Stadia Pro will be free for the next two months. Simply sign up, download the damn app on iOS or Android, and play with any device of your choosing. That's only available in the 14 countries that Stadia Stadia Pro is currently available in. But the games that will be available free will be Grind, Thumper, Destiny 2, um, and there's a few other ones. So there you go. Um, yeah. Stadia is free right now. So, um, yeah, he said his stimulus check didn't need to go to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah. So, Art, what, what, what were you thinking about doing? Oh, uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. As far I'm as trying to find PS5. out what happened to uh, the stadium over there at the Team Joshua's house. <laughs> Because uh, they had hit, but I saw that same article too. I was like, okay, well, Stadia is stepping up now because, I mean, they have to at this point. Yeah, they have they, to. And I, I don't think they should worry. Anybody who uh, is excited about Stadia will still be excited. They joined mm-hmm. this generation late. And what they should have done was be a little more transparent how Microsoft is for the Project X Cloud. They should have mm-hmm. just used this last remainder of this generation's life as a beta. And then mm-hmm. when Next Gen came out, then they're already going to have the, I think they're going to have a lot of the same libraries and they're not going to have to play catch up like how Nintendo Switch does. Yeah. They'll be able to drop the AAA games right when the other consoles drop. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll have the supporting systems to run it on. Uh, I think instead of announcing that they were trying to do a beta, they just announced a darn project and that's just a lesson learned. Uh, yeah. So I think right now doing it for free is great because that way you got people signed up. And then when the next gen start hitting, you have your, you know, flashy new games that look just as good. And you're rocking and rolling with Xbox and PlayStation at that point. Except yeah. for the exclusives. That's what that's what's going to be the next hurdle. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like they could, they could do got, something Sony interesting. Buckets. Buckets and well. buckets of money just for exclusives. <laughs> <laughs> well, buckets. with that, let's, let's take another buckets. Damn it, buckets! 
<laughs> and we'll come right back because we have the top 10 shelter in place games for you to play uh, in your Corona quarantine homes. And then we also going to hit you with anime and manga of the month. We'll be right back after this break. Hey folks, this is Elijah 5000 and Monica Robinson, and we're your host of A Little Bit of Anime, your number one stopping spot for all the latest anime's news and reviews. If you want to join in all the fun and anime goodness, then make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. And please join us every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000. And remember, please brighten your day with, with a, a little, little bit, bit of anime. anime. Hey everybody, this is Reverend Shaw. I'm Delisa. And I'm like father. Like daughter. And we just gonna hang out with you. We just gonna kind of talk about father-daughter relationships. The good, the bad, the ugly. When we like each other, when we don't like each other. And I hope Delisa don't clam up on me. Because that could be possible. (laughs) We just want you to check us out, man. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. You won't be let down. And we'll leave you with something that you can chew on and make your life that much better. Find Like Father, Like Daughter on Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, or BlackOfStudios.com. New shows drop every Saturday. And we are back. Yes. And we're in segment three. Mm-hmm. Segment One, two, three, three, as you know, is infamously the last segment of the show, but it's going to be a doozy. We're going to give you some games that you should play, order, and have to hold you through quarantine. So let's start with uh, the top 10 shelter-in-place Switch games. First on the list, Luigi's Mansion 3. Amazing game beautiful it's fun and it's everything you need luigi's the hero that everybody wants and everybody need he doesn't need all of the games that mario has to prove himself and this is one that you just have bum, on bum, your bum. switch shelf do it again bum, bum, bum. you missed a couple but yeah that's pretty close bum, bum. <laughs> next is animal crossing new horizons uh it's fun if you want to get lost in living your life in a smaller uh, anthropomorphic. Uh, was it? Sure. Yeah. Like you are an animal or you're walking around with animals. That oh, look yeah, like yeah, humans. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to live in that world and make some money and have debt, then play the game. It's fun. I went to bed last night playing it. Woke up this morning with the switch on my chest and played it for like two hours before I got out of bed. So <laughs> it's fun. Um, Celeste is another great game. Uh, that has captured the minds. It's beautiful. It tells a great story. Uh, and I don't want to ruin that story for you, but it is uh, a, a story of uh, reflection, I'd say. That's the best way to put it without ruining anything. Uh, Fire Emblem's Three Houses. Uh, if you played the Fire Emblem games, they're always fun. They have unique stories, and Three Houses is no different. Uh, Sonic Mania Plus, which you can play, uh, which you can also, also uh, watch Sonic on Apple. I think it has it, and then there's Netflix another TV it. service. Hulu has it. Um, yeah, Netflix and Hulu has uh, Sonic as well. Yeah, so you guys can watch it there. And that was uh, also Divinity- PlayStation's free game last month. It was? Mm-hmm. Mm, nice. Uh, Divinity, Original Sin 2. February, sorry. Oh, that's okay. 
but Divinity Original Sin 2 is another great one you can play. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, everybody now has the time to train to be an eSports, so why not take the opportunity? Uh, Into the Breach, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Mario Kart Deluxe. So those are your top 10 uh, shelter-in-place games for the Switch. Go ahead and give them the top 10 shelter-in-place games for PS4, Xbox, and PC. Darn right I am. I got, uh, you put City Skylines. I want to cheat and also throw Sims 4 on that one. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Great game for the PS4. Uncharted 4. Another good game for the PS4, Thieves and which is free this month of April, uh, if you want to download that in the PlayStation Store. We also got God of War series, Spider-Man, both also for, those are four big titles for the PS4. So if you've got a PS4, they're your games, your set, uh, and then you can also throw some Yakuza in there. But that's also mm, available yeah. for the Xbox uh, uh, Game Pass right now. Uh, Yakuza Zero is on there. We also you'll come, get lost in the Yakuza. Oh, you'll get lost in the Yakuza. We got Red Dead Redemption 2, big game by Rockstar. Uh, and I'll even throw in the Grand Theft Auto. You can still play that uh, since that's now Ooh. available on the Game Pass as well. Overcooked yes. 1 and 2, great games, uh, especially Couch Co-op. We've got Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Of course, one of the biggest games that dropped last year. Still being played. You got Warzone out right now that just hit over 50 million players uh, playing that game religiously. And you also got Ori in the Blind Forest. And Ori of the Will of the Wisp. And I yes. also threw in there, I had to cheat on you, and threw in the Sid Meier's <laughs> Civilization VI. This was a great game to play on all the consoles, PS4, Xbox, PlayStation, or PS4, PC, whatever, all the systems, including the Switch. And then, of course, in this with the Yakuza series. So I think me and Elijah did try to do a great job. Elijah did actually most of this work um, at <laughs> trying to make it diverse to give you enough games to play to fit your niche. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to put it. And now, since we've uh, given you so much niche, <laughs> it didn't work. anime of the months. <laughs> Bankai! I'm trying to. There we go. Well, it just takes a while. It takes a little bit to open up the grand vault. Ladies and gentlemen, we are opening the vault in our anime of the month because this is a throwback classic Cowboy Bebop. In this year, 2071, the solar system is linked through a network of hyperspace gateways. Police lose control and grips over crime, and the bounty hunter system is has been implemented. And you join the Bebop crew, which is a crew full of bounty hunters going around the universe, uh, collecting bounties and going on kind of crazy adventures. Uh, you get a little bit of back history of their uh, of their lives and their fun adventures and their friendships. Uh, join Ein, Ed, Faye. Jet and our boy Spike. And 26 ep- episodes re- first released back in April 3rd of 1998, uh, mm. produced by uh, Sunrise, or that's a studio that distributed it. And uh, you can watch it on Hulu, YouTube TV, and Adult Swim has it for free. Nice. You got to check it out. That no, is the anime. Not, you got to. You die them. if you don't. Yeah. What else do you got better to do? Mm. Nothing. Well, you can play all the video games and animes. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, manga of the month is Helsing, also known as Helsing Crossfire, released 1997 and continued until 2008, written and illustrated by Koto Hironel. 
Uh, vampires exist, and it's the duty of Helsing, a secret organization sponsored by the British government, to hide that frightening fact and to protect the blissfully unaware populace. Along with its own personal army, Helsing has sent weapons. Alucard, an incredibly powerful vampire, has been controlled by Helsing for years. It's unclear how he feels about being a servant to Helsing's family, but he certainly enjoys his job as a vampire exterminator. Uh, Cirrus is a fledgling vampire and former policewoman. Although reluctant to embrace her new self, she is a valued member of the organization. Integra Helsing, the current leader, is usually fully capable of fulfilling her duty, but lately vampire activity has been on the rise. Unfortunately, the cause is more alarming than anything she could have imagined. A group of long thought dead has been plotting its secret since the apparent destruction over 50 years ago, plotting to plunge England and perhaps the entire world into war. No! Helsing. I know. Beautiful artwork in the book, mm-hmm. and that'll drive you to watch the anime and the OVAs. But those are your anime and manga of the month, along with top 10 shelter in place Switch, PS4, Xbox, and PC games. We hit you with uh, what's new in gaming and gave you what we were gaming on, and also the April releases. So thank you guys for joining us for the 216th episode of The Elijah Bailey Show. Tell them where they can find you in Black and Studios. You can find Black and Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Black and Studios. Also, email us at podcast at blackstudios.com, bitch. Hmm. And you can find anything <laughs> and everything you need to know about the Elijah Bailey Show on our official Facebook page, Elijah Bailey Show. Or you can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Elijah Bailey Show. Just chop the W off. That's Chop S-H-O. that hoe. Elijah, <laughs> chop it. To- Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. And if you don't like sending emails, that's fine. Simply subscribe, rate, and review don't us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Podbeam or that's why no one talks to me, huh? on Spotify. <laughs> I'm Elijah 5000. I'm the underscore buckety. And we'll catch your ass in the next podcast. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.